1: Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com.
2: It's 4.02 AM 560 WFIL, Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for listening in. Welcome aboard Monday, the 8th of October, 2018. Forecast today, clouded the rest of the day and evening. Might get a shower later on. 66 for the low tomorrow on the cloudy side. Might get a little sunshine high up to 82. Baseball playoffs, Houston Astros and Cleveland Indians in the seventh inning. Cleveland's up 2-1 at the moment. Braves and Dodgers starting at 430. And the Red Sox and Yankees later on tonight. Flyers have their home opener uh, tomorrow against San Jose Sharks. And uh, Monday Night Football, Redskins and Saints are going at it Uh, as for the philadelphia eagles yeah they were uh behind 20 to 3 at one point rallied to close the gap just couldn't quite catch the vikings they're two and three now they'll aim to hit the reset button And uh, get ready for the next game this Thursday at the Giants. We turn to a voice of reason in the midst of this rough start. Former Eagle, longtime broadcaster Gary G. Cobb. Everything going to be all right, Gary? What do you think? Oh, uh, I didn't hear you. I didn't hear what you said. (laughs) What did you say, Tim? I was saying, is everything going to be all right? Uh, I I don't know if you heard the Johnny Mathis, Denise Williams, too much, too little, too late. I I, I heard.
3: I heard Johnny Mathis and Denise Williams, and, uh, of course, I, I'm familiar with that song. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I don't know if everything's going to be all right. Uh, I, I, I really don't, because uh, they have some issues. Like, I could see that Jason Peters, you know, I, re, I remember when um, I kind of knew my career was over. Yeah. And I can see that uh, if his is not over, he's very close. Uh-huh. And, and, and the same is true for Darren's pros. you know, and they've had great careers, but when you start having those uh, lagging injuries, and they start, um, you know, where they don't go away, you know, and 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 you don't, your body doesn't come back as fast, uh, you know, your, your body's kind of telling you, hey, it's that time now. Especially the way Jason has been such a well, he and and Darren, they're both like. Um, extraordinary athletes, I mean, both of them, and the way that they have, you know, their bodies have kind of haven't taken care of them this year. Yeah, They're both laboring, and so so that's a problem. But in talking about the entire team, they've got some issues. Uh, Like, they should have moved uh, Jalen Mills. He should be playing safety. He's playing corner. He's not a cornerback. I, I love Jalen. Uh, he's a very competitive young man. He's got all the things you would like to see, uh, but he, uh, all the things you'd like to see in a safety because he's got leadership quality. He's a very good communicator. Uh, those are the things you need out of your safeties because they've got to be able to talk. And then they've got to be able to, you know, motivate guys, all those types of things uh, Jalen has. And, and he's a great competitor. I really you know, love the competitive spirit he has. But he runs a four six in the forty yard dash, and you can't play corner if you just run a four six in the forty yard dash. They got guys that run four three, four two, four four, and they run by Jalen. And it's not that he's not trying. He just isn't fast enough to play corner, but he's got great speed, fine speed to play safety. Yeah. Yeah. So they they're gonna keep having problems with Jalen getting beat. If they don't move him to safety, and I know, and, and really, I'll tell you, the coaches, this is on them because they should have made this change during off season, but they were celebrating the Super Bowl and everything, <laughs> and they were not doing their job. You know, I, I'm telling you, you know, you have to make the tough tough decisions, and and they didn't make them.
2: Well, and chat with Gary G. Cobb, uh, you know, you mentioned that, uh, you know, you look around, you still have a number of pillars. You have, you know, of course, Carson Wentz, Zach Ertz, Fletcher Cox, and uh, so there's reason to think they'll yeah. get things straightened out at some point this season or next or whatever. But what do, what do you think, now that the Eagles have won a Super Bowl, uh, that how should or should that not factor in? And I'm I'm talking this season, next season, not about living in the past, but just The idea that whether should that give them extra confidence and expectation, and we're the champs, and they take a little bit of that with them, or do you think that they're actually really should separate seasons? You know, what's it like to be a winner over time, not just a winner in a one year window?
3: Well, I I think they definitely have confidence, they know they can come back, they could still turn their season around, most definitely, because they've got some quality players, guys who can, can play under pressure. Uh, They've got guys who can focus, which they need to take their focus and concentration up a few uh, notches. But they know they can do it because they've done it. So that gives them a certain confidence. Uh, Carson knows he can play better. uh, And uh, a lot of those guys, they know they can play better. Uh, But football is an uncomfortable sport. You know, I, I played a lot of baseball. In fact, I played more baseball than I did football you know, as a kid growing up. And baseball is a comfortable sport, though. You can play it and you're talking to the guy you're playing against and you're cracking jokes and things. <laughs> you don't do that with football, you know. You, when you, Especially you're talking about men's football in the NFL. Look, you're not out there buddying up with that guy next to you because he's the guy that's going to be cracking back on you and when you're looking the other way and basically knocking your helmet off your head. Yeah. You know, so... <laughs> So it's not as lovey-dovey, but, you know, the other sports can be lovey-dovey. But, but football is a competitive sport. And it's uncomfortable. So you need to be pushed by your coach. You know, it's almost like if I talk about Christian things, you know, your body doesn't want to do right all the time. You know, yeah. uh, Paul talked about that. You know, how, you know, he he talked about himself, which is really his spirit. He talked about as, as he was a spirit man and, you know, he got a soul, with his mind, his will, and emotions, and he, and he lives in this body, and his body's not born again. His body still wants to do the, the bad things. The, the body is just not doesn't want to do right, and you have to grab it and go, look, this is what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. and, that's what, and that's what you need in football. Your coach has to do and says, okay, you guys, tell you what we're going to do. We're getting ready to run 20 sprints, and we're going to do 80 up-downs, uh, and, you, and you guys are going to be totally spent. And then we're going to go through practice and we're going to hit. Because football is not a, a goody-goody. It's not comfortable. It makes you uncomfortable. It's not fun all the time with all the work you have to do. You love playing the game, but but a coach really has to push his players in football. Uh, and it's not as much like that in, you know, in like baseball, basketball. Uh, they're not as uncomfortable.
2: Well, you know, with Gary G. Cobb, I'm thinking that's Romans chapter seven. I think you're referring to where you know Paul's talking about the battle within, right? Yeah,
3: that's right. That's right. And 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 with football all the time, you got a battle within all the time.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I yes. as you're talking, I'm thinking about my <laughs> my nine year old and her soccer games. They're eight? She's actually eight. The soccer games Saturday mornings, and they're running around. Yep. And, oh, I'm sorry, did I hit you? And <laughs> right. Help the girl right. up, have a snack afterwards. Everybody goes home, that's you know. It's not quite the right. NFL.
3: <laughs> no, not not quite the NFL because all you got to do is get hit one time. You know, and, and boxing is like this too because uh, I've done a little boxing. You get hit one time, and you might have liked that guy, and he was your friend, <laughs> but once he hits you one time, you go, you know what? <laughs> I used to like you. <laughs> Yeah. Because, I,
2: <laughs> you know, My it, and, uh, and that's
3: the way football is. You, you you uh you know you really babble
2: each other. Jolts to the reality. My cousin uh we we have our, our turkey bowl every year for like thirty years. We videotape it every year, every Thanksgiving day and we and then we watch the game afterwards and we see where all the out of bounds, oh you were out of bounds and all that. Uh I remember that my cousins all went to O and J. Roberts High School and played football there. Several of them were very good players. And I remember the uh-huh. one year we made the mistake of playing tackle instead of just two hand touch, man, I like just one time, just trying to tackle somebody that good uh, was impossible. Plus it hurt. Uh, uh-huh. I, I was going to ask you as a former athlete and still a lifelong athlete, really easier said than done. Right. just as a side note, when people are watching players on TV, like, Oh, that guy stinks. It's like, you know what? That guy's actually way better than you could ever dream to be. Am I right?
3: Without a doubt, I mean the the, the worst players in the league uh, could run all over you know <laughs> just about everybody you know, and, and really um, you know the training you go through uh, as, as a uh, pro athlete, uh, you don't realize all the people that you're going against all the time are you know once in a million one in a million athletes, and so they push you to a higher level, and so you're used to pushing your body to these extremes. And you don't realize it until you get around average people, you know. Yeah. So uh, that's why, you know, these players and a lot of the guys, you know, I'm over there, of course, at practice all the time. And I'll, I'll see guys do extraordinary athletic feats, and they don't make a big deal out of it because they're just in a community of guys like that. But average Joe has no idea what it takes to go out there and play, uh, uh, you know, a football game between two supposedly bad teams.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a couple more minutes? Can you hang with us for one break? No problem. Very good. That's Gary G. Cobb, uh, and a uh, longtime Eagle, played for the Cowboys and Lions, also a uh, longtime broadcaster in the Philly market and for Fox as well. We'll come back and chat with Gary a little bit more. Also, have a couple questions to, to run by him. And uh we have several other things up our sleeve for the rest of the hour. We'll get back to all that here. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560, WFIL.
1: It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com.
2: Thanks for listening. It's 416 on AM 560 WFIL. you listen to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for doing so. Don't uh, Going down to uh, about 66 this evening on the cloudy side. Get a shower or two in the mix, and then tomorrow, staying kind of cloudy, might get a little sun. High around 82. Gary G. Cobb is our guest uh, today. Gary, before I forget, uh, you are you have the distinction... Of being the first, second time guest on this swell program, so is that so? Yeah, my my dad was wow. the, my dad was the first guest, and he he's probably going to give me a little grief saying, "Well, how can you have Gary go before me a second time?" But. <laughs> He's competitive like that in a good way. Oh boy! Yeah, but no, we've had several dozen guests. It's been great, and uh, and I enjoy talking with you. And, and of course, your knowledge of sports, and but also your love of the Lord is is a great combination. So it's a good fit for us. And I'm glad that you had a few minutes to talk to us today. Um, I, I had a couple of just other questions for you earlier. You were mentioning, you know, Eagles, of course, losing yesterday mentioning Jason Peters, Darren Sproles, you know, maybe, maybe it's going to be near the end for them, depending at some point your body does give out. And you, you said your body kind of told you when you were a player, how you kind of had to maybe wind things down. Uh, mm-hmm. Talk about that transition a little bit, because whether you're a football player or whether you've done a job for a long time and maybe, you know, you're starting to get near the end of that, the idea of letting go of something, how was that for you? And and how did your faith play a role in being able to just see what's coming next? Well-
3: Well, you know, it definitely was a challenge because, uh, you know, I had uh, grown up, I had always dreamed of being a professional athlete. You know, uh, that was my dream. That was my goal. And once I had achieved that, and then there's a, you know, community, of course, in the NFL, and you just get so used to it. You're eating, sleeping, living football uh, because you have to train, watch what you eat. You know, you're, you're working out all the time, and uh, it's a big part of your life. And once that, that's no longer there, it, it forces you to make changes. And, uh, you know, uh having a relationship with the Lord, of course, you can't say enough about the importance where um, maybe that's gone, but you have something that is eternal, that you have a relationship that— Is going to always be there for you, and uh, you're able to get guidance about, you know, what is the next chapter, uh, because the Lord give you guidance in that area. And uh, being able to, you know, rely on Him for that and, you know, of course, having some good brothers and sisters that will help you along the way, give you the encouragement because, you know, seeing your career end is... um, you know, it can be a downer, and some guys get into depressions about it. So, so uh, that was that was a challenge. But one thing happened was I kind of, the Lord kind of guided me into, you know, working on the radio.
4: Yeah.
3: I started doing sports talk, and I kind of drifted into it. And you know, I always was a talker, so it wasn't that hard. <laughs> and uh, you know, I I, t- I took a couple classes over at Temple, you know, to um, learn more and more about. You know the you know sports broadcasting, and um, before you knew it, boom! I had uh, the, you know had a career, and, and thank God, you know it's lasted for quite a while, and things are still going well, and I'm thankful for that. But uh, at first, believe me, I was I was very shaky in in trying to decide what was going to be next and what 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 uh, what are the things that lie ahead for me uh, after football.
2: Do you do you, along with that? Have has it been a struggle at all during those years, whether it's football or radio years? Uh, just as far as keeping a, your identity at an arm's length from what you do, or is it hard to, not, to separate this? Because whether it's even the end of a career, it could just be something that someone really has done for a long time, and it becomes part of them to the point where maybe, you know, if it gets threatened in any way, it could be really hard. And you, you know a tough spot. To well, be.
3: you know, the, the good thing about it, is, you know, it's, it's, um, it's one of the good parts about whether it's, you know, uh, playing in the NFL, you see guys leaving all the time. So, you know, in fact, they would always joke NFL stood for not for long. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, because, you know, it, it was, it's fleeting, it's fleeting, you know, um, you know, the sports media isn't as much so, but yet, you know, things happen there where, uh, guys get fired, people get fired and, You know, companies fold, different things happen. so, you know, having, having um, you know, faith in the Lord and knowing that, you know, he's always going to be there. Uh, People come, people go, jobs come, jobs go, careers come, careers go, you know, but the Lord is always going to be there. And that's the confidence, you know, that gives you some peace and so you can sleep well at night. Yeah.
2: Gary G. Cobb, our guest, uh. I, I've covered the Eagles part-time, not so much the last year or two, but for, for 20 years and, I, and Eagles, uh, Phillies, Flyers, whole thing. On the one hand, you know you have the undeniable popularity of the sports themselves, millions of dollars, changing hands every different direction and people painting their faces, the whole thing. On the other hand, if you stop and think about it, the basics of these events is something super simple like a ball. you know. And even with the World Series, the ultimate battle is called Game 7. You know, how do you, you – you've lived it, and you know it, and you also have the perspective of being a Christian. How do you view sports in terms of how much they matter, maybe how much they should matter? You know, are they neutral in and of themselves? It's more a ma- matter of how much time and energy you devote to them or it, that that whole piece of, uh, you know, the interesting juxtaposition of those two realities?
3: Well, you know, the great thing about, you know, playing sports is it, it – um You know, at least my my view of it, especially because I, you know, uh, counsel players, former players and things, and I see guys, you know, the guy sitting there, he's got a Super Bowl ring on, but he's dealing with some other challenge I see him facing that, you know, dwarfs that Super Bowl ring. Yeah. And that Super Bowl ring, he might as well, you know, throw it into uh, the ocean for how much much good it's doing him right now, (laughs) you know, with this challenge he's facing. So you see the way life is that you know um it, it it definitely is a game it's a sport uh you can enjoy it uh but to put it up next to you know some of the different challenges you could run into in life it you know it's come on it's it's nowhere near you know um it's nowhere near what you know things that are important in your life well you you know relationship with the lord and um Your relationships with the people, uh, your family, and that sort of thing. So
2: yeah, you know,
3: because it's so fleeting. Uh, You see, so many players like this year. uh, They let all of the players go at the same time. Normally, they used to let guys go a little bit of time during training camp, right? But now they help everybody to the last day, and you see all these guys. You know, maybe how many? Maybe fifty guys who their career is over. They wake up one day. They were playing football, and then that morning they find out it's over. You yeah. know, it's over. And every player is going to get to that point. I, I, I see great players like uh, Jim Brown and some of the greatest to ever play the game, like, you know, Joe Namath and uh, and Roger Starback, and all these guys. And, you know, they enjoyed their career and everything, but, you know, that's over. And it's been over for a long time. And, you know, uh, you know the, the the people that have something that isn't going to go away, you can see a confidence in them. They're still smiling. Some guys are still regretting the fact that their career is over, and it's never going to come back. So, you know, they don't have anything that they haven't found what they need to move on. They haven't really put their faith in it, you know. So, so I, you know, it, it really makes sports, it puts it where it is. It's, it's just a... Um, you know, just uh, what uh, you got to find it in a microscope compared to you know, you know having a relationship that you can count on. Yeah,
2: that's good. Good words, and for the rest of us, as we watch, you know, similarly to keep it in perspective. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I personally, because I grew up enjoying them, I, it, I just uh, you know, it's it's second nature to me, and to a lot of people. Um, and it is kind of crazy how you have such a, a, a huge fan base in all the sports really i guess football probably out front but uh just mm-hmm. the notion of you know well you see people wearing their jerseys to church and it's like okay well maybe a little too far but i guess if your church is <laughs> yeah. informal go ahead you know that's right yeah. <laughs> don't, don't take ourselves too seriously i think in the end mm-hmm. it gets back to being a hard issue about you know are you, are you checking out of the sermon because you're already you know counting counting down to the kickoff and all that maybe you should just you know, turn the table a little bit there and get your balance back. But, uh, mm-hmm. good, 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 good. Well, thank you, Gia. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for taking time out of your day and I hope to get to have you on again sometime during the season. If that works for you. Sounds good. All right, Sounds my good. friend. And, uh, I enjoyed it. Any, anything people can pray for you about before we wrap up? Just to, let's go pray on for the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think some people are already on that. Uh, but in case you had something else that people weren't aware of, that, that's fine. But no, you don't have to. Just uh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. All right, my friend. All right. God bless you. You too. Get, right. That's Gary G. Kyle. We're going to take a quick break and come back at you with a few more things. We have some Six Flags tickets. The last couple pair. I have two pair left. Let me give you the number right now real quick and be ready to call on the other side of the break, and we'll give away at least one of those two pair, 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Have that uh, handy and be ready to call in to be a winner in just a couple of minutes here on WFIL.
1: You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com.
2: It's 429 on AM 560 WFIL. Listening to the Tim DeMoss show today. Just had a nice chat with Gary G. Cobb. Talking a little Eagles football. Talking about his walk with the Lord and encouraging us. Chatting with him about Romans chapter 7 and the battle. Uh, with sin and wanting to do what's right, even though inside you have a struggle sometimes to want to do what's not right. And he talked about the battle that's similarly on the football field and how it's tough. Yeah, but, of course, look getting your strength in the Lord to help you fight that battle is the way to go. Forecast today, cloudy the rest of the uh, afternoon and evening. Might get a shower later tonight, low 66. On the cloudy side tomorrow still, a little sunshine perhaps, high of 82. Astros in Cleveland playing in the baseball playoff deal uh, right now. It's uh, Houston's actually up 4-2. Uh, Dodgers and the Braves are about to start their game. And later on tonight, the Red Sox and the Yankees also have Monday Night Football with Washington and New Orleans going at it. Uh, I mentioned I want to give away a pair of Six Flags tickets. We have two pair left. Going to try and blow both of those out today. Let's uh, make a winner right now. Oh, I gave you the number. 800-560-9345. 800-560-WFIL. Hello? Who's this? Hello? Hello? All right, we'll go to the next one. Uh, hello, WFIL. Are you there? Are you there? Yes. Yeah, what's your name? Edward Lenhart. And where are you from, Edward? Salem, New Jersey. Congratulations, you're a winner, my friend. Nice. Yeah. Nimble fingers. Praise the Lord. <laughs> we can do that, whether you win or lose. Nice. Yeah. Oh. Amen. Well, we'll uh, get you on hold here, and we'll get a couple tickets out your way. Make sure you can have some time to use those. You have been listening to the station for a while, or are you new to WFIL? I've been listening to you guys for a while. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay. Well, we're happy you're there. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Hang on one second. We're going to put you on hold there, and uh, Joe will take care of things uh, off air. And we have one more pair of tickets we're going to hand out in a little bit. I want to take the second half of our time together and in case you are new to the, to the program here, we've been uh, just doing this for about a month, had a lot of different guests on, uh, but as we're taking shape here, the, the uh, direction includes certainly having guests on, and the, but the opportunity for people to call in and maybe talk to guests and also simply to have uh, opportunity to talk directly back and forth with listeners is certainly part of what's in the work. So I want to let you know, we hope this hour is a blessing to you and encouragement in your faith, we hope that it's uh, kind of like the Christian life on the radio, so to speak, where you are hopefully interfacing with different people from different uh, backgrounds. Hopefully you have uh, you know, an opportunity to share your faith with people periodically, but also having time being fed and uh, in your walk and the times of mutual encouragement. So to that end, if you look down the list of guests that we've had, you will see uh, a wide variety of folks in music and sports and um, authors and people with a national profile, and people with a local profile as well. Uh, part of what I can tell you, I believe, you know, Scripture talks about it, is that we're made in God's image, so you have value. You know, even if you don't know it, isn't it something God's Word is true? Even if you don't know it or people don't acknowledge it, it doesn't mean God's Word's not true. It just means that they haven't acknowledged it yet. And that's all right. Nobody's—I I don't have to battle anybody. No I'm nobody's judge. But, um, but God's—who God is, is independent um, of what people think and even how you feel. I remember uh, a good friend of mine— one time I said, how you doing? Uh, just, you know, normal. How are you? And he said, I'm doing better than I'm feeling. And I remember thinking, that's a really good answer. Because he wasn't really feeling very good that day in particular, um, you know, whatever, emotionally, spiritually. But he says, basically, it was a statement of faith. I know I'm doing better than I'm feeling. That my status with the Lord is not uh, waffling around because I'm not feeling it today. So that was a word of encouragement. I'll pass that along to you. What I'd like to um, give you a little snippet of right now is something that's coming up in the next few weeks. We are working with Transworld Radio and they are working all over the world doing amazing work. One area that, that um, they're working on is uh, this big transmitter in Europe. And it's, um, it's a project called the Silk Project. And... The people who are working on that project are actually from our area, in the tri-state area. Um, I had a couple on, Daryl and Carol Van Dyken, from Transworld Radio two or three weeks ago. It was right before they're about to get on the plane and fly to Europe and leave the area for five to ten years. And uh, Daryl is like the lead engineer on this project. So I just want to play a little snippet of this uh, chat we had with Daryl and Carol. This is an example of people who are actually kind of local, but international who love the Lord a lot. And just asked them a couple of questions. Here's one. I I started kind of near the beginning saying just how they even got involved with trans world radio. This is Daryl and Carol Van Dyken with uh, TWR. And again, we're going to, you're going to be hearing more about TWR over the next few weeks here on WFIL. Uh, Let's see. So my, I began by just asking Carol, Uh, You know, how how long they've been involved, how they got involved.
4: We've been involved with TWR going on 30 years. Wow. And we first got involved because we knew we wanted to be involved in missions, but Daryl is not really a pastor or a church planter. He is an electrical engineer. So we were looking around for missions that could use his skills in that way. And TWR is a fit with all of its different broadcasting equipment, transmitter sites, transmitter studios and that sort of thing.
2: Okay. So you kinda of went looking for it, knowing knowing that you what you were hoping to, to do.
4: Well actually the funny yeah. story is that we didn't know about TWR and one day my father came home from his Uh, office at the church with a TWR magazine. And across the front, it said, we need engineers. (laughs) It wasn't exactly the writing on the wall, but it was close. So the further we investigated, the further we thought, you know what, this just looks like a wonderful opportunity to use our gifts in the furtherance of the kingdom.
2: And so, Daryl, then... And and one
5: other other thing to add to that, we we didn't really have the model of raising support in our minds, but God, after he showed us uh, what... TWR was about, that really was not an issue anymore, and actually the team of supporters that we have as a result of raising support has been one of our most valued possessions.
2: Lord's provided he always does. If he's going to call you to something, he'll he'll make it happen. Daryl and Carol Van Dyken are uh, with Transworld Radio. We're going to be working with Transworld Radio in a a bit of a, a specific project coming up in October, but it turns out that you're going to be actually working on this project On site, we're talking about a a transmitter, uh, a huge transmitter that's not on the air right now that's going to be, I guess, renovated, upgraded, and then once it's turned on, can reach 10 countries, which is unbelievable, including the southern part of Russia, 60 million people in that area. You know, we can talk about that project if you know much about it, or, you know, to get into the nitty gritty. But I kind of was interested also in, Daryl, your field work. Like, what is it like to, to do the engineering part for Transworld Radio? What You've done probably tons of projects over the years and seen all sorts of things.
5: Yeah, you know, that, that has been such a, a cool part of this. I mean, many engineers... They might go to work for a big corporation and they might work on a specific little thing. But I, as an engineer, have been able to see a whole bunch of really big projects built from start to finish. Uh, a couple of examples, we spent six years in Sri Lanka, and that basically involved building a whole new transmitter site. The main reason for that is to reach India. And back in that day, they were getting almost 50,000 letters a month in response to the broadcast. So it was very rewarding.
2: 50,000 uh, letters a month?
5: Yes, sir. Wow. And there were offices all around India that would then respond to these letters, and what would come out of that is a relationship, and then maybe a small group, and eventually a church. It was very rewarding to be involved with that. Not necessarily easy, but rewarding.
2: That's really something. The, uh, and one of the reasons we wanted to work with Trans World Radio in October, and just at any time, but it turns out schedule-wise it works out, just because people listening to this station get it, the importance of radio. For people listening to WFIL, if that's a meaningful part of your life, imagine what it would be like to be in a part of the world where there is no radio at all, and now this uh, trans world radio comes in, and it makes it possible to have that, and especially as you're spreading the gospel. What actually is broadcast? Uh, I'm guessing that's going to vary, the gospel at its core, but you know much about how, uh, how, it, how it's decided, how you're going to reach India versus another part of the world, and The languages that are involved, that's got to be pretty complicated, but like you said, challenging but rewarding, too.
4: Exactly. So TWR broadcasts in over 230 languages worldwide, and we partner with national offices in 160 countries worldwide. So we're very much working hand-in-hand with the people in-country, pastors and church leaders, to decide which people groups to broadcast to, and then also to get translators for those languages. We have programming that's provided by broadcasters here in the States. Through the Bible is probably our biggest response. Jay Vernon McGee, even though he's been dead for many years now, yeah. just that logical progression through Scripture still is a great blessing to many of our listeners, and we still get the biggest response to that of all of our programming around the world. But broadcasters like Chuck Swindoll, Focus on the Family, Charles Stanley, Ravi Zacharias they will say, we would like to get our programming into maybe the Yao people in Malawi. And so our national office in Malawi will find a person to translate programming into that language, and then our transmitting facility in Swaziland, Southern Africa, will do the actual transmission toward that people group. We also have an FM network in Malawi that Daryl actually helped set up a few years ago, and so we are able to get in via FM programming too, in that area. We also broadcast men, women, and children's programming around the world. We broadcast also programming that speaks to people's specific needs, like farming programs in Africa, AIDS programming around the world, and also time-sensitive programming. For instance, if there's an earthquake or a flood or some kind of natural disaster, we will be able to locally go in and our benefit of our partner offices they will be able to let us know how we can tell people where to get clean water or where to go for food or shelter so we're able to be on the ground through our national offices as well at
2: times that's daryl and carol van dyke in transworld radio i'll just also ask daryl about this specifically the silk project that we're going to be working with as a radio station and just ask if he's ever even been on that site yet or if it's brand new to him
5: well, yes, I've I've been there a couple of times, and yes, it is a very exciting project. Um, it's actually a station that's owned by the government. Okay, and so yes, we are upgrading their transmitter. They they have a very very old transmitter that's barely working now, and so we're upgrading that to a new two hundred thousand watt uh, AM transmitter.
2: We love you know,
5: AM. It will reach. 200,000-watt AM transmitter, yeah.
2: Yeah, we love AM. I was just uh, emphasizing that, yeah, being WFIL, right. So,
5: yeah, you love AM. (laughs) It's a big project. There are plenty of challenges, challenges with, you know, getting equipment ready to ship and challenges with getting companies inside the country who can help us, like with clearing and so on. It looks like it's going to be installed in January, so it's going to be very cold there. So yeah, it's it's definitely moving into the evil ones territory, and and we'd be foolish to think that we're not going to have some resistance to
2: it. It's Darrell Van Dyke and his wife Carol with Trans World Radio. We talked to them a few weeks ago, right before they left for Europe. They left Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, in our own backyard. And heading to Europe, and they're going to be working on this transmitter and and dedicating their lives there. We're going to hear more about the project and and, uh, ask for your help for that over the course of October as we seek to be a blessing in that part of the world. We'll come back after a brief break. One more pair of Six Flags tickets to hand out. Keep our number ready, 800 560 WFIL. For that, 800 560 9345. Not just yet, but in a couple of minutes. Also going to let you know in the next couple of days, we have some pretty pretty amazing stories to share with you. We'll tell you more about who's coming up in the next few days here on AM 560 WFIL. You're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for doing that. Back in just a moment. Thanks for tuning
1: in to The Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com.
2: 446 AM560 W F I L. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss show. Thanks for doing that. I have a phone call coming in. Hello, W F I L. Daddy. Hello? Hi, Daddy. <laughs> is this is my daughter, Theodora. Yeah. How you doing? How you doing, kiddo? Good. What you what you doing? You know I'm doing a radio show right now. Yeah, I know. You told me to call. Well, Mom said you wanted to call. Did... Yeah, I know. I've been wanting to call for a long time. Did you just want to tell your dad you loved him or what?
4: Yeah, and your show is awesome. Oh, I'm glad you I'm like it. I'm sitting on my bed right
3: now.
2: Yeah? Yeah. That's great. Well, uh-huh. I'm glad you're listening. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I'm going to give away some Six Flags tickets in a minute.
4: Ooh. That'll... I'll be listening.
2: Okay. I'd like to give them to you, but I probably should give them to a listener. Another hey. listener. <laughs> Another listener. Tell mom I love okay. her, okay? Okay. And, and your other other siblings. Thanks. For, and your other siblings. All
4: yeah,
2: right. okay. Is Tori doing okay? Yeah. All right. You guys having a good day?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Thanks, sweetheart. I'll talk to you soon. Bye, daddy. Bye, doll. All right. Well, there you go. My daughter knows how to call, so that means anybody else should be able to call too. 800 560 WFIL. She's actually pretty precocious, so not everybody can add a dog. But if you want to call in, I do have the final pair of Six Flags tickets to hand out and mail out. 800 560 9345. Hello. Who's this? Hello. This is Anna. Hi. Emma? Anna. Anna.
4: Yes.
2: Where are you from, Anna? I am from Philadelphia. You know? I listen
4: to WFIL every morning.
2: Is it is it a good station? You like it? I love it. Oh. Well. I
4: love it. I love everything it represents,
3: <laughs> including my Heavenly Father.
2: Amen. We're glad we can be here, be an encouragement to you. And we also are glad because we can give you a prize now. Is that all right with you?
4: Yes, it is.
2: Let's do that. We have a couple of our last pair of Six Flags tickets. I'll put you on hold, and our producer extraordinaire, Joe, is going to uh, get your info down. We'll mail this out in the morning, okay?
4: Thank you so much. Have a blessed
2: day. You too, Anna. Thanks so much. Hang on one second. Very good. That's that's cool. It's, it's fun to give away prizes. It's just the beginning. Uh, so if you are new to this afternoon program, we have a lot, a lot more surprises ready to go. Uh, have our number ready. Put that in your phone because you're going to need it for different reasons, including winning stuff. 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. We're going to take a break in a second, but I want to just tell you um, who is going to be on our program in the next couple of days. We um, have some neat stories. You know, it's great to have, I don't know, for, this is just how I view the world. I, I believe since everybody's made in God's image and everyone's amazing in the sense that they're really, you really are special because you're made in God's image. And so whether you're popular, whether you're well-known, um, whether you're not well-known, uh, whatever it might be, whether you have all these amazing talents or just you know don't have a ton of those obvious gifts or something, it doesn't matter in the sense that you're, you're made in God's image. And so you have value and you have a story to tell and God can be glorified in your life you know, as you let him work in and through you. So um, we have a couple of guests along these lines. Uh, There's a gentleman named David Peterson. And um, you may very well not have heard of him, but you will, because we're going to be chatting with him in the next couple of days. Um, His story is really worth hearing. He will share about his search for meaning, his searching for God, which is not a, a, you know, that's common to just about everybody. Uh, His battle with drugs, his addiction, his arrests, years spent in prison, Uh, He'll be joined by Andre Sue Peterson. She is a writer for World Magazine, I think something along the lines of Time or Newsweek, just from a Christian worldview. They have a lot of of subscribers around the country. Uh, David and Andre met through the column. She writes for World. So it's just a really special story of God's power separately and together, among other things. Uh, Also, a gentleman named Dan Wheeler, who's local as well. You may have heard of Dan in the sense that he was an on-air host at QVC for almost 30 years. His wife, Beth, uh, and he she battled cancer for three years before passing away about this time three years ago. Dan has a book out uh, coming out called Hurricane of Love. We're going to talk with him about that whole process and uh, hear his and Beth's story. Those are coming up in the next couple of days here, among other things. So we're looking forward to that, hoping you're encouraging your faith and hoping that, you know, this program, hopefully, is not going to be. It's not the goal is not to have like tons of famous people on and make it all about that. Like, oh, whoa, because I mean that's okay, but it's really nice to know when you're listening to somebody, whether they are well known or not. Hopefully, you come away different because you heard something that that God was able to use to uh, to speak to you and in your own life circumstances. Whether if we have a, an author on who's talking about marriage, you know, maybe it's a well known celebrity or something, but in the end, God cares about your marriage just as much as anybody else's. If you're married or if you're single, you know, whatever it might be, Um, again, just want to drive home that message that you matter because you're made in God's image. And so what we do, we hope, will be something that you can either take and apply to you or something you can file away, maybe use that and be a blessing to somebody else. So uh, all that said, we're looking forward to those guests coming up on the program. We're going to take a brief break, come back and wrap things up. Uh, It's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL.
1: Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues.
2: 455, it's the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL. One of our guests in recent times was Eric Cushing. He works with Special Olympics Pennsylvania and, and with a big organization like that, there's a history behind it, and there's also individual examples. I asked him at one point during our chat, "Can you tell us just a little, like pick one story that comes to mind out of all the work that uh, Special Olympics does?" And uh, he just he shared the following with us here on uh, WFIL.
6: Yeah, I love the question, Tim. There are we serve about eighteen thousand athletes statewide, oh. so there are eighteen thousand inspiring stories. But I'll I'll share one that just blew my mind. Is we had a a speed skater in Western PA who was competing at our winter games a couple of years ago. And she happened to be blind. So she was a speed skater, despite the fact that she had no vision and she had worked with her coach where the coach would do clapping noises when she needed to turn. And they would have sort of voice calls and sound calls that would allow her to get around the track. So this was an incredible story and an incredible inspiration and what an amazing athlete well, then she was then diagnosed with cancer. So you have this athlete that not only is overcoming blindness, but then had to overcome cancer. She beat the cancer. She was back on the ice a couple of years later. It might have only been a year later. Don't quote me on that. But that story always resonated with me. It was from, I think, Blair County, and her name eludes me. Forgive me, Tim, but we had a blind speed skater watching her compete, seeing how good she was at it, and seeing how she – overcame her disability and again Special Olympics is about intellectual disabilities but some of our athletes also have physical disabilities in this case blindness and the way she overcame that her attitude her personality her love for the sport uh, there are so many stories like that that one's pretty pretty amazing but there are many many amazing stories about how this organization has transformed our athletes lives and we see it literally every day And it is inspiring, it's motivating, it's life-changing for our athletes.
2: Eric Cushing with Special Olympics Pennsylvania, one of our many guests in the first month of our program. Last Friday... We played a few clips from the first few weeks, the first month. Uh, the actual one-month anniversary of our, our program was over the weekend, so we're kind of splitting it in half. Some on Friday, a little bit today, and just to give you an idea, we we love to have these different uh, kaleidoscope. Uh, the world's full of interesting people and stories, so we're hoping to reflect that with the program and all in the light of the gospel. That's where you know we want to make sure we're we're uh, shining that on 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 our. Um, you know, as we have our guests on and, and bring attention back, ultimately to the Lord, we can help people in a lot of different ways. Sometimes just information is helpful, right? But we hope, ultimately speaking, that what you're listening to will point you back uh, to the Lord, whether you know Him or not. You know, if you don't know Him, that you would consider Him and and, and uh think of Him as a possibility. And, and the Lord knows, sometimes it takes time. But if you, He does say, if you are if you want to know who I am, I'll reveal myself to you. So if you're in that boat. Take him at it, you know, let him ask him your questions and and uh, talk to him and he'll talk to you. He'll he'll help. He'll help you understand if you're walking with the Lord. uh, Keep being encouraged to press on day after day. And we hope that this is part of that, and I hope our radio station, WFIL, is part of that for you as well. let step aside now as we have uh, uh, Jim Maxim's going to offer a prayer, Acts four thirteen Ministries. And then at 5 o'clock, it's uh, Truth for Life with Alistair Begg. Listen to AM 560, WFIL.
1: Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560, WFIL, and at WFIL.com.